You're listening to Dugout Radio. Oh, what about that? That was really special. This is Dugout Radio. Welcome to the Dugout Radio Sports Podcast, the sports podcast that is a man down today. No answer with us here today. He's uh, out in beautiful Cape Town for a bachelor party. But as always, I'm joined by uh, by Jared Angel. What's happening, brother? <laughs> All good in you. Yeah, can't complain. Can't complain. You have a good weekend. Uh, hard weekend. Hard. Oh, yeah, it was ultra. You have a good one. Do you enjoy it? Yeah, very lekker. Always a good party. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty-five thousand strong. Oh wow. Mm. Very. No, they, always, they always do well to get around that round about that mark. Yeah. No, it's a the, like the lineup was pretty fucking solid, so Oki doesn't really listen to EDM. Hmm. You would have hated uh, it even more yeah. if you actually <laughs> had the party. Um, but yeah, we'll see how tonight goes, and then maybe if it goes well, we just won't get Ant back hmm. ever. We'll just cut bye him. Bye bye, <laughs> Cut him. Just cut. <laughs> Let's start off with some news though. Mm. And uh, United are the EFL champions. Champions, first trophy down for the season. And the reason I bring this up is because it seems like if you want to start um, the building of like a, a good team, it seems like the strategy now in the Premier League is to start winning your cup competitions. And United's now won two cup competitions in a row. Yeah. FA Cup holders, EFL holders, still in uh, Europa League and still in the FA Cup. Does this uh, worry non-United fans a bit? Um, I don't know. This just sounds like the Liverpool of old shifted yeah. from champions yeah. of england to <laughs> a club competition <laughs> it's a good game it's a fucking good mm, game no unbelievable game um, um i think uh and and even said should i maybe even read out the message should yeah I maybe even please read out do the message? because uh if you recall last week we we're talking about how zlatan is so important for united and and felt that united had enough depth to fucking move it around <laughs> say that he could get it going but after the game, where's this thing? Okay, so Angel sends a message to, to Ant. Ibra, that isn't important to United, hey? So I'm going to read out now <laughs> that Ant admitted that he has to eat his words. He has to eat those fucking words because yeah, Ibra well, is Wasn't letting me have important. that. I wanted to remind him of yeah. how wrong he was <laughs> previous week. Uh, now, even though Ant's not here, there is something NFL-related that I want to bring up. Okay. Um, because uh, there's a guy, his name's Eric Berry. Yeah, right. defensive player in the NFL, fucking good player. And um, a couple of years ago, he got cancer. Yeah, um, shame. Now, he said that uh, he wasn't only going to beat cancer, but he was also going to play in the NFL again. Not only did he play in the NFL last season, but he had such a good season that uh, this week, uh, yesterday, he signed a $78 million four-year deal with the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. So I thought that was a quite, quite a nice little uh, piece to throw in there. No, that is nice, eh? Yeah. Little happy story. Yeah. And he's a fucking beast. So sick to see mm. that he's back and he played fucking well. How old is he? Um, I think he's like 27. I'm not too sure. I'll, I'll find out exactly how old. But um, I am a little bit upset that Ant's not here because, um, interestingly, they had to cut a player um, to kind of make room for the cap space. He's 28. He's 28 years old. Uh, they had to cut a player to make cap space. Is he one of Ant's favorite players that got cut? No, he's not one of Ant's favorite players, but Ant and I both like him. But he's just one of those... Can I tell you who I'd like equate him to? Sure. He's like a Stuzzer of old. Like, you know when Stuzzer was just so full of injuries, but whenever he played, you're like, fuck, that boy's special. Mm-hmm. So, like, Jamal Charles, fucking good running back, but just over the last two seasons, he hasn't played much football. But when he has played, 
Ooh, it's been good. So been can good. he now get picked up by another club or yeah. is he bound no. by contracts? No, now he's a free agent and he can just take... The let me, let me ask you this while we're on this topic. Yeah. In American football, does is a contract a contract or is it the same as in European football? Like you can just kind of break your contract if you really like. No, the contracts are more, are more in favor of the franchises because... So even though this Oak signed a $78 million deal yeah. okay, over four years, basically the way the contract would be structured is that they'll say, okay, we'll pay you 26 mil of that upfront right now for signing. And then we'll also give you a little signing bonus of like a couple of bar. Okay, so these guys make big money off he, the cuff. He made big money off the bat, made a lot of nice money. But then what happens is they say, okay, now this year we're going to pay you, let's just say $16 million. Next year, if we decide to keep you again, we'll have to pay you $19 million. So at the end of every season, they can say, okay, like we now have to pay this Oak $19 million next season. Did he play well enough to justify that price tag? If yes, that's the money they got to pay. So it's more the clubs that can scrap the contracts and the agents and the players. Yeah. But okay. the great thing is, though, is that for the players, if they have a blowout season, if they have a big season, they've, they're in the money. Like, you have a big season, your contract says you're going to get paid out like $24 million the next season. That's mainly for like quarterbacks. Say you're going you're gonna to get paid like $14 million this season. You have a big season next year, we'll pay you 18. And then you have a big season. They either have to pay you that money or you hit Some the free other market where it just becomes a bidding war. Um, and we'll have to talk about that next week when Ant's back because mm. there is going to be a bidding war. Very interesting. Okay, that is interesting. Very interesting. But hopefully, or maybe <laughs> it'll be settled by then. We'll have to wait and see. Anyway, um, I want to end off a new segment with uh, th- with uh, Sanchez because the rumors are still rife that he's going he's gonna to quit Arsenal at the end of the season. Where do you think he ends up? Well, this is the question. This is the question. Where does, where does Sanchez end up? See, for me... He can't. Madrid's not just obviously not an option. I don't think he's that kind of player that would move back to to no. to uh, Spain. I agree on that. I th- I could see Madrid Juventus. Well, see, for me, it's between Juve and Bayern, and not like someone like an Atletico Madrid. No, no. I think um, he's having one of the best seasons of his career at the moment. I think if he is going to quit Arsenal, it's going to be for a club that he thinks he'll be winning a Champions League mm. or two with over the next like three four seasons so like a replacement for Ruben. yeah like i think Bayern or juve is the place he's gonna land up um what kind of price tag does he have how how much did did they buy him for 45 i mean are we talking late 60s yeah yeah, late 60s 68 was the number that jumped into my head that's the number that jumped into my head so maybe that prices juve out i don't know yeah i know i don't know I think they've got the spending power if they need. Well, I mean, how much do they buy Higuain for? Yeah, it's also, so was it 68 million yeah. or something like that? So I suppose, I suppose. And then, and then Juve's looking at a nice team there. Eh? Let's actually pull up this Juve team. Let's pull up this Juve team and see what they look like with Lexi Sanchez in the team. But this is actually a nice way to end off the new segment because that's going to bring us into our first segment. Um, and we were at... Uh, we were at a, a whiskey club the other night, sipping on a lovely 12-year-old Lagerhagen. <laughs> I tried. Bonnerhagen, I think it is. Um, and um, 
I basically said this to you. We'll start off with this and then we'll move on to the main thing. Okay. And that is, how much do you think it would have taken a club to have uh, bought uh, Mares for at the end of last season? And how much will he go for at the end of this season if he's to leave? So, so let's just assume there's a bidding war. End of last season, Chelsea, Real, and Barca, all keen. All keen. So we're not talking contract clauses here. We're talking a little bit of a bidding war. How much does he go for? I think he would have fetched somewhere between 40 and 50 million. Yeah. And I mean, if I remember correctly, they bought him for like 650,000. 200,000? Somewhere maybe, around yeah, those maybe, figures. I think they bought Conte for 200,000. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, stupid prices they paid for him. And now? See, now it's tricky. Welcome to Jersey, <laughs> motherfucker. Now it gets tricky. I mean, do you assume he didn't... I mean, you can't say he really didn't get the service he required that he did last season because he's the service provider. Yeah. But I mean, the whole team was down and out and not feeling that can we, can't we win the league feeling. So, look, I don't believe players got bad overnight. I think he could replicate the form in the right side. Yeah. Like, maybe not to those peaks. Like, that's just one of those crazy seasons players sometimes have I mean yeah. you see it with Ozil now as well in Arsenal compared to last season yeah so but he's still a fantastic player um, now do I dare say around 30 I think I think 30 could be a bit high I think it could be a bit high I think you could go for like 26 27 you think about it that's how much United got Mkhitaryan for sure so around there but what we went on to then was you asked me that had Mares gone to Arsenal at the end of last season, what would be happening over at the Emirates? You know, maybe him and Lexi would be best buddies, yeah. ripping up the league, ripping up those 40 goals that him and Vardy got between the two of them. It gives Ozil the, the competition yeah. that he might need to get back into gear. Um, and I thought that was quite an interesting question. So, so let's talk about it. What happens if Mares does go to Arsenal, still on form, absolute beast, Sanchez having the season he's having? Interesting. It's interesting. Very interesting. And see, I think I still don't know if they would have won the league. And I'll tell you why. I mean, Arsenal haven't really had goal problems or creative problems. They've ha had a similar, not to the extent as Liverpool, but they had defensive problems. So, <laughs> where does he play? L let's start there. Who who gets removed from the side? So, the Ox has been having a solid season. He's, he's oh. kept that position for, for, I would say, majority of Arsenal's games this season. So, I'd say it's between the Oxen and Mares who's going to be taking that position. And the Ox has had a good season. So, you have a front line of Uzel, Mares, Sanchez, and. I mean, Iwabi's also played a lot of football. Look, I'll, e I'll eat my words, bro. I'll, I'll admit that uh, playing Sanchez up front was genius by mm. Wenger. I thought you can't just plaster over your problems and, and think they're going to go away but Sanchez has been fucking great up top there um, so I would say you can even just play Mares, Sanchez and you know you can play Wobi or Walcott on the left yeah. and then Ozil in behind them fucking lovely mm. it's fucking a scary lovely. yeah it's a, lo it's a lovely team that it's a lovely team 
Um, but then there are some other interesting ones you wanted to talk about. Goethe to Liverpool. That's very interesting. Um, who would miss out then? Who's, who's out of the team then? Wijnaldum? So I've been trying to players. think about this, even if we had to go and sign a striker. Who's going to miss out now? Yeah. So... I don't know. I think if Goethe got signed, I don't know if Mane would have even arrived. Yeah. So that's where this one gets tricky. Yeah, that's interesting. That's very interesting. And I do feel if that happened, we'd be in a lot worse situation than we are now. I don't think Goethe would have been able to replicate what Mane did. Yeah, it's so hard. I love Goethe. He's such a beast. Um, it's tough. It's very tough, mm. that one. reason I brought this one up is because it's starting to rumor around again. Oh, really? So now I'm thinking, now that we do have Mane, if we did have to bring Goethe in, then what? Now who starts getting moved around? See, the problem is, you know, Coutinho, you want to play in behind, this, in, in behind mm. that, that front three. You just want to play Goethe there. Look, it'd be a nice problem to have. No, lovely problem. A lovely problem to, problem to have. Um, cost it to Atletico would have cost Chelsea the league. Yeah, that would have 100%. Cost them the I mean, I can't really see who they would have replaced him with currently. Well, but Shwai is a fucking good player. Like, I would be interested to see him. I have get to believe they would have tried to go out and. Would they have gone out and picked Lukaku? Let me ask you that. Would Lukaku have gone back to Chelsea? Another question. Yeah, I don't know. Very possibly. I mean, he said in an interview a day or two ago that he's reaching a stage in his career where he wants to start winning trophies. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure that's that. put alarm bells on Everton fans. And he, yeah, I was about to say, he was standing next to like fucking like one of the big boys at Everton when he said that. Mm. He was like, yeah, no, I love playing for Everton, but <laughs> love it, yeah, but. Look, I mean, he's really justified. Yeah. Um, I got a little bit of a game I want to play with you, Ainge. Hold on, I before we move on to that, any, there yeah. was one more yeah. of, that was quite heavily linked. And at a stage, the press even claimed that the deal had been done was Aubameyang to City. Yeah, that's an interesting one. To City win the league with a striker like that? Um, I think or is their defense problems again going to disrupt those? No, you see, I think, you see, the nice thing with this one right for me anyway is i don't think how much did city pay for nelito was he wasn't cheap no he, he was, wasn't cheap it wasn't that expensive but he wasn't cheap mm -hmm. so i reckon they get umbamiang they don't buy um nelito but they still buy sane yeah and now if you've got if you've got aguero sane and umbamiang i think we saw just with the introduction of um um uh jesus yeah that uh maybe that's just what city needed a little a little something mm. new a little bit something fresh maybe like you know like aguero is an absolute fucking animal and that that one volley finish he pulled off recently was no no when classic. he play when he's on it his game the, yeah. he's the best in the world um but i think like city have become too stale like I don't know. I don't get excited by David Silva anymore. You know, I used to love watching David yeah. Silva play football. No, I, I just don't that. get excited by him anymore. You know, it's kind of like when I see something I like. You know, even though I used to hate City, I used to love watching them play football. Yeah. No. Meh. Great, entertaining, yeah. fast pace. So I want to play a little game with you. And you open up a open up a word document there, just to make this easier. And so Oaks, uh, Oaks can play along while we go through this. 
Okay, now basically what we're going to do is I'm going to test your geography over here, right? Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you if you were at a, if you were going to go watch a specific team play, where in the world would you be? Okay, like for okay. example, if you were going to go watch Everton play, what city would you be in? You'd be in Liverpool. Okay. You know? okay so I was hoping you'd say country. Okay, well, like <laughs> let's see how close you can get. Because some of them like countries implied anyway. Okay. So we're going to start off on the one on the topic that we're on, okay? We're going to start off with with Juve. If you were going to go watch Juventus play football, which city would you be traveling to? Write it down for me and I'll see I'll get your answers later. Okay, Juventus. Yeah. You done? You got it there? Yeah. Okay. Now, this is an interesting one because you'd, you'd think a lot more people would know this because a lot more people should know this, all right? Now, um, if you were going to go watch... Now, this is more of your football knowledge than, than of geography. Okay. So, if you're going to go watch the Rome Derby, which two teams would you be watching? Okay, let me know when you get there. Okay. Okay. Now, if you were going to go watch the Kings, right? The super rugby team from South Africa. If yeah. you were going to go watch them play, where would you be going <laughs> to in South Africa? <laughs> the Kings. Is that their nickname or the actual name of the team? It's the name of the team. Okay. If you were going to go watch the Saints... Yeah. Okay, the NFL team, the Saints, play football. Play football. Where would you be? Which American city would you be in? Yeah. And the last one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is a tough one. <laughs> if you were gonna go watch an um, an NBA basketball game, and you were gonna go watch the Timberwolves. <laughs> Yeah. Where would you be? <laughs> okay. Okay, let's see how you did there. Okay, starting with number one. If you went to go at Juve, where would you be? It's somewhere with a P. No. Not. Not. <laughs> You'd be in Turin. Turin. In Turin. I can see how you think it was like Purin, something along those lines. Okay. If you went to go at the Rome Derby. Rome versus Lazio? Nice. Rome versus Lazio. And you'd be surprised how many people don't know that. You should know that. Definitely should know um, that. What was the next one? The, the, the Kings. Kings. <laughs> okay, so what I didn't tell you was that they're the, e the Eastern Province Kings. I would have given uh, you I went Western clue. Province. But uh, you would be in Port Elizabeth. At least they've got the Cape Town side <laughs> of the draft. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching the Saints, where would you be? Miami. New Orleans. And if you're watching the Timberwolves? I actually don't have a clue. I'm going to guess right now. Yeah. Um, Mississippi, Minnesota, Minnesota, not bad. One. Well, are you <laughs> okay? Yeah, bad. Mm. <laughs> um, interesting <okay>. questions there. <laughs> now you want to play a little six aside, Ange? Uh, yeah. So here's the rules to this game. So we're gonna have a six aside football tournament, and let's assume. Teams have got to the finals, so now there's two teams, right? 
you've got to pick those two teams, which would be the most entertaining to watch. So, rule one is it has to be Premier League players. Mm. Rule two, three of your six players must be in the top six Premier League teams with the remaining three of the other um, 14 teams. Yeah, got it, got it. Got okay, it. so let's so hear your final. So, so like when I was thinking about this, right, I was thinking like, I'm going to build a team that I want to be a well-rounded team. You know, sure. I'm not just going to have a player of like six, five beasts. You know, it's not just going to be like Sanchez and Hazard and, you know, I, w- I want to be strategic about this. Um, are we doing two teams or one? One team each. We can do oh. one each. Okay. So now, see, when I, when, I, when I originally did two teams, my two strikers up front were Kane and Zlatan. I just thought on current form, and like just those that big body and a small little six aside field is difficult to deal with. But if I'm gonna go narrow it down to one, I gotta go Zlatan. Zlatan at six aside, you gotta just assume he's a fucking absolute animal. So Zlatan's up front for me, okay? Okay. So that's my one. Then I was thinking I gotta go a little bit defensive. Gotta go a little bit defensive. And like I was just taking six aside into account, I thought I had to have Bellerin. Okay, Bellerin's got to be in the team. He's a fucking blitz little motherfucker, beast going forward. He's in my team. Okay. Now I want to kind of like start building my team up nicely. So what I got to have is I got to have a man in the middle that's going to be running everything. Now this was this was tough to come up with, but I decided on Coutinho. Okay. So Coutinho then plays. Uh, in front of a veteran who's just going to be running around like a little fucking machine the whole game sure um and then how many players have we got left two one you've goalkeeper your, one you've got your striker i got Zlatan, baron um Coutinho. Coutinho. is that all i have okay, yeah I have three. so you got fucking three awesome. players left. so let's just get to gay out of the way to is my fucking goalkeeper obviously <laughs> okay then no no he can't be oh yeah no wait i've got my three Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, uh, yeah, that's why this was so hard. Now I'm just going like balls to the wall. So I got Zlatan. Okay, then I'm going to go um, Grant. Okay. Lee Grant from Stoke. I'm going to throw him in goals. I'm going to chuck him in there. And then what I'll do... Okay, so who are my three my three Premier League players? Zlatan. Yeah. Oh, uh, Coutinho. Coutinho and Bellerin. Okay, so can I tell you what I'm going to do? I'm going to pull Coutinho... And I'm going to bring in Matty Phillips from West Brom. Okay. Matty Phillips is going to bust my little midfield. Okay. okay. Then I'm going to put Sanchez up front, just behind Zlatan. And then for my final piece of the jigsaw puzzle, you know what I'm thinking? Should I maybe drop Zlatan and bring in Defoe? You can do that. i got to get time to think about this a little <laughs> bit more. This is getting interesting. Tell me what you got there. So I have Foster in goals. Yeah. Um, I kind of figured there's some really good goalkeepers in the Premier League, and like for this, the goals are a bit smaller. All these goalkeepers do quite well. So I got Foster in goals. Um, my one team had Espelicueta, and my other had Louise. So I need to decide which one I want to keep yeah, now. Like Louise. I'd even go Alonso. No, go Louise. So we'll keep Louise. Yeah. Then I had 
Sanchez up front. Mm. Coutinho. Mm. And I must have had one more defender. Is it a defender? I need it now. Yeah. Hmm. I think it was Macaulay. Do you know who I had at one point? I had Bertrand. Oh, do you know who was actually the winner for me? That's what now I remember. What I did was I decided to drop Bellerin. Yeah. As much as it hurt me. And put in Seamus Coleman. Okay. He's a poor man's Bellerin. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a Welshman's, he's a Welshman's uh, Bellerin. Is he Welsh? Irish? Irish. Irish. Some kind of Irish. I don't know what kind of Irish. Let's just say he's from the UK. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who else I, would, I had in my team at yeah. this stage? It's Ross Barkley. I just felt he would be really good at this. <sighs> yeah, he's been so cuck over the last like year and a half. You know what, though? I think, and I'm a bit hesitant to say this over, over recorded, some of this going out to the public. Yeah. But I think we should start a company called like the, the Oldies Premier League. Not the Oldies Premier League. Like something like sick, right? It exists. And then what you do, but then what you do is like as soon as Oaks retire... You just make fuck around teams that play six aside indoor football. So I don't know the and link. You make a full on league, and you're like, Oaks, we're not gonna like, we're not gonna like make this hectic. You Oaks decide how much you want to train. You Oaks decide what the fuck you want to do. But like, we want names. Yeah, know? it's very cool. Like fat Cantona. Yeah, I don't care if you're fat, but Cantona. I know they do it quite often for charity. They yeah. throw a tournament with like all the old greats. Yeah. And a six aside. No, but imagine like you're like, bro, today fucking Dwight York and Skulls and fucking, I don't know, just a bunch of old fucking Oaks have played in yeah, like the Yeah, I would definitely be very much involved watching yeah. that. Yeah, we sick. We very sick. We should do it. We should do it. We're taking donations. Angel, Angel's going to put his bank account details. We have a patent, so no one trusts steal it. <laughs> intellectual property angel's going to put his his banking details on the facebook page feel free to, to <laughs> make your donations you like and we'll do what we can no sure anything else you want to chip in there Ange? um i'd like to talk a little bit about the games in the premier league this weekend yeah um specifically the Liverpool game yeah i mean there's some really interesting like stats that came out of this game yeah so one of the ones I'll tell you is that Liverpool have dropped 15 points this season from teams that are in the bottom three at the time. Typical. So typical. And this is the other one that I was saying to you on Friday again while we are at Whiskey Club. Yeah. Why could they not sack Ranieri after our game? Yeah. Listen to this. Hull sacked, Hull sacked the manager. Next game, Liverpool, they win. Yeah. Swansea sacked their manager. Next game, Liverpool, they win. Yeah. Leicester sacked their manager. <laughs> Next game is Liverpool, they win. Yeah. No, it's interesting. I mean, look, United is now right up your ass. You guys are playing Arsenal this weekend. We have an opportunity to go fifth. Drop your eggs down to sixth. I'm very happy to be playing Arsenal this weekend. Yeah. I feel I feel more confident in playing Arsenal than playing in Middlesbrough. <laughs> Sad Anfield. I mean, our next three or five games is Arsenal, City, and Everton. Yeah. And I'm so chuffed about it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> 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 and what is a saving grace to me is like, I look at United and I now see they have a game in hand. Yeah. But what is makes me doesn't make me happy is that game in hand is City. Yeah, but still we got a very nice run of games coming mm. up. We go. Um, I know we got a tough uh, patch coming, but what we 
you go, we go uh, at home against Bournemouth, away to Middlesbrough, um, home to West Brom. It uh, sounds like a Liverpool nightmare fixture list. Uh, home to Everton. So we, we do have this nice run of fixtures coming up, and if we can just fucking keep going and then Sunderland away, like, fuck, yes. This is looking like fourth-place material. Right How many there. of those teams are going to be in relegation battles right now? Yeah, no, it's a good point. It's a good point. Sometimes a blessing is a curse. Mm. Sometimes a blessing is a curse, and sometimes a curse is a blessing, like Ant not being here. Because that <laughs> was fucking player. <laughs> Last player I want to talk about is Harry Kane getting three hat-tricks in nine games. Yeah. Yeah, fucking hell. He's just, you know what? It's it's nice to see a player finally come along from like a team that that you know, a player that wasn't bought for absolute bombs, yeah. come along and show that he's pure class, you know what I mean? After the first season I was like, can he do it again? And he did it again. And now this season, you know, he started off a bit slow, but you know, he was consistent and and he's just a beast. The boy's a beast. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Let's say as it normally happens with Spurs, Real Madrid come and they pay 70 million pounds for him. Yeah. Does he go to Spain and score 20, 30 goals in his first season? Is is he that good? It's always so hard to tell. I, 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 hate, I hate thinking about like British players going to Spain. For me, it just doesn't like work in my mind. Yeah. You know, I'm just thinking of like a tall, pasty Harry Kane like burning on the beach. You know, like, just like... <laughs> sunstroke and shit but it's interesting because like for the first time in like quite a while why should he leave Spurs yeah it's a good point it's a good point I think they need to sort out whoever this fucking scouting team is because yes they just they've got a lot of flops Spurs mm. eh? they've got a lot of flops look they found some gems Kane's a gem Ali's a gem Ericsson everyone knew was a gem going there they do find some gems but in between that we've had the Ndukus and Kudus. Oh, no, what was that yeah. Brazilian player that went there? Sandro. He's in China now. Ah, fuck if I know. That yeah. <laughs> Pato. No, not Pato. Oh, he yeah, that was on FIFA. On FIFA. Fuck, on my FIFA, uh, Tottenham bought Pato, and for some reason he's the biggest fucking beast. Kills me. Fucking kills me. Because <laughs> he's flying in China. <laughs> FIFA points maxed. <laughs> That's going to do it for us this week. It's been a good one. It's been a good one. We'll heavily consider a mutiny against Ant. Heavily. And you'll find out next week if he's here or not. I mean, that's not up to us. Well, it is actually up to us. Maybe we should just give him a two-week ban. <laughs> <laughs> for this week, I'm Ryan Liebethal. I'm Jared Angel. And that was Dugout Radio. This is Dugout Radio. Radio.